Why are tourism operators in the Airlie Beach so devastated right now is what we're talking about today on Deja Vu. I'm here with Sharon Smallwood representing the Whitsunday Charter Boat Association, correct? Whitsunday Charter Boat Industry Association. There you go. Thank you very much for correcting me. Now, now smiles are not the right thing for the moment though, right? Because we've, there's a lot going on here at the moment. We're sort of post-pandemic and where are the tourists, Sharon? Look, there is a lot going on right now. I mean, we are still in stage one of restrictions, um, but we're working our way towards stage two, and I think that's um, our primary concern right now. When we move to stage two uh, for Queensland, that means 250-kilometre radius. That's fine if you live in south-east Queensland. You've got a, a great big pool of people that you can access. But if you live here in the Whitsundays, that pool is vastly different. By comparison and I think um, what's very frustrating for our tourism operators is that they've all been very uh, respectful and cognizant of the fact that this is a health crisis as well as an economic crisis and I must add an economic crisis that has severely affected this particular industry but in terms of the um, the health advice if it's safe for someone in Brisbane to access the volume of people that they can access within 250 kilometers come June 12 why is it not safe for us to access that same volume of people? We cannot access that same volume of people within 250 kilometres. We need our distance ratio expanded to be able to also reach that volume of safe people. Yeah, well, this is true. I mean, we see here in Queensland, particularly as one of the leading states in Australia, we've got, we're on top of this. But anyway, look, let's cover that off in another video, if you don't mind. I want to burrow down on that. And now, what else is going on? What else is affecting the situation? What else is, is making this such a, a terrible situation? Look, our industry is, um, is split into, the marine tourism industry, I mean, is split into two types of, or two sectors, um, and then you, we can sort of drill down further into those sectors. But just very basically, in black and white, we've got our hire and drive vessels, which are the bare boats, mm. um, and they are about 80% uh, domestic, the clientele, 20% international. Our crude charter vessels, our day boats, our overnight boats, our youth boats, um, they are the other way around. They're about 80% international, 20% uh, domestic. In fact, some operators are um, anywhere between 80 to 98, 100% reliant on international customers. Now, are they doing any business at all at the moment? No. They're completely shut down. So while there's zero income, there are obviously huge outgoings. It's actually costing about $2.6 million a month just for this, just to keep... What, the, the fleet of boats? He's sitting to, idle. To keep the boats, to keep the staff, to keep the offices, to keep the businesses going. And um, some government assistance has been very welcome and uh, very meaningful. Things like JobKeeper have prevented a massive exodus of, of crew, although we still have lost quite a lot of crew. Okay. Um, so we've got casuals that don't qualify. Oh, this is true. So JobKeeper, job uh, seeker, all those sorts of programs, not really cutting it in Early Beach, yeah? Now, what else is going on, though? So uh, in amongst all of that, um, with significant outgoings still happening, there's been... Um, there's been a real call for, real cries for help uh, and real, you know, this is assistance that's, that's desperately needed. 
um, our counterparts up in Cairns back in February were given a, a 3.7, almost 3.7 million dollar lifeline in terms of a 100% six month reprieve on their birthing fees. The operators here have asked for the same kind of assistance from the Queensland government and that has not been forthcoming. Mm. Um, of course, there have been other, other types of assistance, but they just haven't cut it in the same way. Yeah. And yeah. Um, this has been a, a very difficult thing to see because, again, it equates to money hemorrhaging from businesses mm. while there is zero mm. income. And while certain sectors of the economy are looking to reopen and while some sectors of our marine tourism industry will be able to reopen on June 12 and then once the borders come down beyond that, we are still a long way off um, mm. international borders uh, and trade resuming to the point it was pre-COVID-19, yeah. and that is going to have a prolonged and significant effect. Okay, cool. Now, the one thing also, and we'll wrap it up at that, I want to ask you about these things specifically in some separate videos, but the other thing that I've become very aware of is the massive tourism numbers that we see through the Whitsundays start at Easter and go all the way through till post-Christmas time, post-New Year, and then we have this window. So we've sort of, I understand that like a lack of numbers early in the year is not so bad, but we're looking down the barrel of missing a full cycle, full annual cycle of tourism numbers. Look, the, the Whitsunday season, I think maybe once we had a season, now it's really year round. I mean, mm. we get a lot of backpackers and youth and adventure travellers coming mm. over the summer months. Mm. Um, then we do move into the cooler months and, and you know, for some sectors, um, the, the winter now, I mean, look at it, it's beautiful. You can see why. Yeah, I know this I is, want a win Sunday. <laughs> it's another one, isn't it? You, you can see why this is um, such a great time of year uh, mm. for, for many people to come. The school holidays are also paramount, as you can imagine, and we are just about to head into a school holiday period, which, unfortunately, the transition from phase two to three of the Queensland government's relaxing on restrictions will only give us three days in stage three, which was when we were initially looking at uh, mm. the state borders coming down. Now we're being told that that might be extended. I think oh, most September. of us... Yeah, it's like, this is sort of ridiculous, and this is where I sort of get stuck. My blood starts to boil as, uh, the, you know, the, the people at work down the end of George Street, the political uh, forces and the decision-makers are... Uh, holding back on a on a tourism industry that's in in desperate state of help and uh, and there seems to be we're very much post pandemic but there's just too much counting of the numbers and this crawl towards zero cases in Queensland or Australia wide or something like that's just so completely unrealistic but anyway look can we drill down on some more? I want to ask you some more specific questions. Are you going to hang around? Absolutely. Uh, Sharon, look, that's wrap up on that one for this particular episode of Deja Vu, and we'll talk to you again shortly.